Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. And if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Welcome, and thanks for being here. How is everyone doing? If you were up early this morning, you saw our U.S. women's soccer team lose on uh, penalty kicks. Uh, man, that was heartbreaking. Uh, but you could see it if you were watching it. You could see, you know, it, it was going to happen. Um, and, and it's a changing of the guard, right? Some veterans that are playing in their last World Cup and a lot of new young talent playing in their first, uh, you know, heartbreaking. Your heart goes out to these veterans who have won a couple of World Cups already and they came back and hope it to make you know, three in a row, um, but probably good. I mean, in my opinion, probably good for the uh, young players, the new young players to taste defeat, you know, that'll, uh, I think, will really inspire them uh, at the next World Cup, you know, that, you know, they'll they'll take this defeat and, and you know, use it to, to fuel them uh, to play better. And, and it just goes to show, I mean, you hear, uh, you know, all the announcers just talking about, you know, the talent level all across the world, how much it's come up. So where once we were very dominant, that there, there is a lot of, a lot of talent out there. Now, uh, one of my fellow Trinity Rodman collectors messaged me today asking, uh, if I thought the prices, uh, on Trinity Rodman, uh, and Sophia Smith, you know, if they would drop, you know, and give us some buying opportunities again, the prices, you know, will keep rising or stay where they are, you know, maintain because those prices really jumped up, you know, over the last, you know, month or two months. And I, and I know it was, you know, just bringing awareness, you know, of the world cup and, and people buying in, but on the other hand, because of the groups I'm, uh, I'm in, I just know there's just a ton of women's soccer collectors out there now, which is really good to see. So really, there's an argument to go both ways on this. And we're just going to have to sit tight and see what happens, see where the market goes with that. Um, so here we are. <laughs> uh, it's the post-show hangover right it's 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 a week or a week out uh or five days you know of something that took weeks and months in the planning right six months in the planning it's like planning a vacation right uh and, and and doing everything you possibly could to make that vacation the best vacation you were ever on uh, and then it ends, right? And and it's back to work and, you know, back to life and back to, you know, your daily grind. But in your mind, right, you're already planning the next one. Uh, and it's the same thing here. It's the same thing here. Uh, and for somebody like me, you know, who moved close to 80% of my inventory, 
right? I'm looking in just two weeks, I'm doing uh, East Coast National and, and I'm looking around the office here thinking, you know, what's next? What's the plan? What's the direction? What, you know, what do I do? You know, um, I did not expect to sell as much football as I did. I was happy I did. I was happy my plan worked, right? But I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I still have some decent amount of football, but I moved a ton of it. Um, and everyone right now is still buying football. Um, but for me as a dealer, and, and I know there's always great buying opportunities to flip. I mean, I understand that and people will argue that all the time, but in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I, I need to be looking ahead to what I'm going to be doing next, what I'm going to be buying. Um, you know, my, my plan worked perfectly to be buying football December, January, February, March. And I'm going to do that again this year. I, I don't feel like I really need to be putting a big investment in football and putting them in my cases now. Um, but I need to start a new plan, right? So I need to start buying something that I'm going to be selling at, you know, moving into, you know, the, the late summer, early fall, um, and my hangover remedy, right, is not just to start buying again, not to, you know, just start running out and kind of go into a little bit of panic mode. Oh, I got a show coming up. What am I going to buy? What what am I going to put in my cases? I, I think, I believe I still have enough to fill my table, you know, with, with the inventory I have here, what was left over uh, from Chicago. I still have enough inventory to put, you know, to, to put out. So, so I'm certainly not in panic mode by any means. Um, but I really wanted just to sit back and think about, you know, what's my next move? What plan am I putting together? I wanted to think about all the conversations I had, uh, with buyers and sellers in Chicago. Think about what I saw being the market trend. Uh, think about how that that's going to benefit me, how that's going to create the lane right? That I'm going to be in over the next few months. Um, and kind of really just what my next moves are. Help me create a plan for my next move. My, you know, two of my biggest hobby mistakes last year came in August and September. Um, I bought some football cards. They were high-end RPAs. There were two of them. Uh, and I bought them at the height of the market and they haunted me all fall and winter um, because I refused to move to move them at a loss. I just thought they were great cards. They were worth the money. And why would I sell them for less than I paid for them? Um, one, I finally moved in Chicago. Uh, one, I still have. It still haunts me. It's still something I can look at. Um, but I'm learning from those mistakes. Uh so now, now being today's August 6th, right? Two weeks away from East Coast National, unless I'm overly confident in purchasing, purchasing football uh, in the next few weeks, I'm not going to be buying it again until, you know, or really making a big play in football for, for you know, at least five months, four or five months. Uh, so my remedy after recording three podcasts 
late last week was just take a few days off and really try to put a four-month plan together that would define me, my cases uh, at the shows, you know, for the next four months, really kind of between now, now and the new year, right? Now and Christmas, now and New Year's. Um, putting a plan together for Chicago is key. And, and, and moving forward, that has just showed me that if I really think about it and I really put a plan together and I try to stay, and it's okay to fine tune it, but if I try to stick to it, that good things are going to happen, right? Um, good things are going to happen. You know, the, the, the mistakes I made last year, they could have been avoided. You know, if I if I sat down and I put a plan together last year, I think those mistakes could have been avoided. And and you know, I I I, I talk a lot. I talk to a lot of people on the hobby, and and none more than than my good friend Rob, sports card therapist. And you know, over over the last two years, we we talked about how football. Um, we just shouldn't be buying it. You know, after at the after you know. August. It's it's like because we know when the, it, the history tells us that after the football season starts, that the the card prices go down and, and becomes a struggle. So if you if you're buying them when the prices are up, when everybody's buying them, when people stop buying them, and now you're trying to sell them, you know you lose you're you're losing money on them. And and last year. Um, he stuck to that plan. He stayed out of football last year. I still, I still jumped in. I still, you know, I made a lot of purchases, some that I were really happy about and some that, you know, they were flip opportunities that I was able to get at a good price and move it. Uh, but some that I bought into and I struggled with moving. I mean, I really struggled with moving. And I said, man, I talked about this on the podcast and I said, man, you know, I should have known this. This happened last year, and now it's happening again this year. I should have known it. So this year, I'm like, I know it. I, I, I you know, I've been burned twice on this. It's not going to be a third year. Um, definitely, just making better decisions, and and hopefully, I'm helping you out there too. You know, and I know, I know a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. I, I'm very good friends with a lot of dealers that are right here in Connecticut, and I see them at all the shows and they're always buying and selling and flipping football and, 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 and it works for them. That's their lane. That's where they're, that's what they're set up to do. Uh, and, and they have a good customer base that's bringing them cards at a good price to move. I, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not in that lane yet. I don't have that customer base that people are coming to me, you know, with, with, you know, uh, like I say, a lot of football, you know, say five, four, five, six cards or some high end cards that people are moving at low percentages because they just want to get out of them. I, I I don't have those opportunities yet. I hope to. I hope that the longer I'm here and the, and people are more comfortable and when I'm buying from people and I'm, you know, and I'm paying strong that they'll they'll come back and see me again. But, you know, I also get a little nervous, too. Like I'm looking at the, you know, comps of cards and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I and I did this. Uh, in Chicago, right? I just, there were things that I said, man, I, I really want to buy this card and, and, and I'm going to give you the price that makes sense, but I hope I don't offend you. Uh, and in, whether it was a football card or a hockey card or whatever I was buying. And I did put that out and I, and I, you know, I kind of put it out just saying that I want to be guaranteed. I'm not going to lose money on it. Right. That's, that's my thought because I've got all these great cards in my case. 
why should I be risking, you know, on cards that I'm not 100% confident in? I don't need to take those risks. I was, I've been taking those risks for a couple of years, but I'm in, in a better position now. Um, and I've learned quite a few lessons uh, that, that, I don't need to take as big risks as I have in the past. And the bigger risks, you know, I understand it's the bigger reward, but it, it could be the, just the opposite too. It could be a, a higher loss. And, you know, I, I, last year I jumped into, a, you know, an RPA that, you know, I was into in, you know, the high 2000s that I don't think that card's even worth $2,000 today. And that that haunts me. That haunts me. So, better decisions moving forward. Kind of like just what I just talked about, you know, with the U S women's soccer team, right. You know, they probably some mistakes made or, or whatever, but this is something they're going to remember. And, and when they come back and do this again, and they're going to remember this and it's going to fuel them to, to, you know, just to do better. Right. And, and, and doing this in the hobby with me, it fuels me to do better. Right. To, and, and, and I, I put this plan together and it worked well for me. I'm excited about it now. Right. Maybe that's going to be, you're going to hear, you're going to get tired of the word plan now. Right. But, um, I'm excited about that. And, and it, you know, it helps me, uh, it helps me figure out my direction, you know, cause it right now, it's just such a strange time in the hobby. Right. Because football is really just getting ready to to go. We're gonna get some preseason stuff. We're gonna get the hard knocks on HBO. Uh, fantasy football, right? There's there's another thing that's been going on this week. I've been, you know, securing all my spots in these fantasy football leagues, uh, and and that's just a whole other thing, you know, it, with, with with the hobby, right? Because most of us that are in the hobby, we're we're in some type of a fantasy football league too. Um, and as we move into September, October, November, you know, people are usually, and again, what I've seen in the past, people are usually high on football. I was high on football. Why? Because I bought into it high, you know, more on the height of the market. And I bought into cards thinking, oh, I mean, this is the comp. This is not going down. This is not going to drop during the football season. But they do, right? For whatever reason they do. And, and you know, we see people, even like myself, selling high. And the, mo and the rest of us, you know, are trying to buy below comps, right? So it's, it's kind of a real struggle during that time of the year. And whether we're prospecting, right, or we're buying vets, you know, we're, 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 trying, to, we're trying to buy on guys that, could be injured at any moment, twist an ankle, tear an ACL, you know, dislocated shell, anything, anything that can happen. And we know it's going to happen. It happens every year. There's a handful of people that get hurt and they're out for the season and their cards just tank. Right. And then we have other guys that come in and we're high on them and, and we're all spending big money and bank, you know, grabbing their cards. And then all of a sudden they play like crap. Right. And then their prices tanked, like a guy like Mac Jones last year. And we're all standing around holding Mac Jones cards and, and the market just dropped out on him. Um, and somebody will break out. We know that's going to happen. Somebody's going to break out and, and play well and do better than anyone expected. And those cards are going to jump up. And we're hoping to be that guy that was holding some of those cards of that player 
that jumped up. And a lot of that just become, I say luck, you know, there are people that'll say, well, I knew this was going to happen all the time. Um, and other of us were just say, man, I'm just happy to, 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 to have some of those cards to move. And in the past, I was that guy that had those cards saying, wow, these, this card jumped way up now. Well, I'm going to hold on to it because next month it could be even higher or, or in two months. And we know how those, that usually pans out. And when that stuff jumps out, you got to move it quick. You want to capitalize on any of that. Um, and there's no rhyme or reason on some players that their, you know, their cards may jump up or their cards may go down and it's just nothing. They're just somebody that goes out. Maybe we expected them to be a star and they, they're just playing well, but not overly well or not really great and maybe not putting up great numbers or their team's not winning many games. Or, you know, we just don't know. You just don't know. And somebody starts off slow, their cards drop, uh, you know, like Trevor Lawrence. And then all of a sudden last year, they, you know, they win what, like six or seven games straight and they're going to the playoffs. Then all of a sudden his cards go up and the off season, everybody wants a Trevor Lawrence. So just, no matter what show you went to, everybody asking, asking, asking. Uh, and, and all it takes is a guy just to do something a little better than somebody else and it could jump up or he could do something way better than somebody else and his cards go nowhere. So it's just a funny time during this August, September, October, November, you know, just with the football season, it's a funny time. And we know, you know, as football gets underway, then, then, then there's basketball, right. Which kind of just takes over. Uh, because the, the basketball season is getting ready to go. And all of a sudden these, you know, the focus becomes basketball and not so much on football anymore. Uh, and in baseball, I mean, we're at the end of the season, right? So, you know, I know baseball is still pretty big right now. Um, and I think it'll probably be, you know, come, you know, in August with these shows. But as we get in September, October, I think it's just the players who are playing well and maybe the teams that are going to the playoffs that but but then that just kind of drops off too uh so some things that i'm putting in my plan right uh if it's football you know maybe buy some proven quarterbacks singles you know something that i feel is gradable or i can send off and get graded that really doesn't matter if they're selling now or you know, maybe somebody as the football that I think that they may have a, a opportunity to go to the playoffs, um, buy into something like that, right? So it's not a lot of pressure if I'm buying singles and I'm having them graded. Um, hockey. So I did hockey last year. Um, and I have a number I probably have, I didn't really go through it. I think I was like 15 or 18 PSA 10 young guns that as the season started to, to wind down last year or, or not the season, but the buying the selling opportunity for me, I just kind of pulled them out of my case. I can break those back out, uh, in the fall, you know, as well as, you know, buying some more. I mean, now would probably be a good time for me to, try to buy some graded and ungraded young guns cards. I, I have a ton from last year, the last two years um, that I bought raw, I was buying the hobby boxes and just, you know, sleeving up all the young guns and putting them aside, you know, possibly get some of those graded or just go out and buy some graded stuff, uh, you know, just to have that kind of lane because it, it, you know, it did well in certain markets. I did very well with the hockey, other markets, not so much, but you know, 
I've talked about know the show, right? Know the show. So I know what shows that I could do better than others with hockey. Uh, continue selling the women's soccer cards. Love this. Love this lane for me. Um, and I have an order on my way back from PSA that I talked about. Uh, you know, I was hoping I was going to have it back weeks ago that I would have the opportunity to sell those in Chicago, but they, it never came. Uh, it just processed through PSA. It's been shipped. It's on its, it's going to be arriving this week for me here. Um, and it was, uh, women's soccer cards, men's soccer cards and football. It was some graded football, some quarterbacks that I had that, uh, I was getting graded. So I'm glad they're coming this football. I drop in my case, you know, coming up, uh, in a few weeks. So I'm, I'll be happy to move those cards. Um, and the women's soccer should do well up until October, November, when, you know, the NWS, NWSL season ends. It should do well there. So, and again, I'm happy to have it in there. And and like I said earlier, um, I know it's a seasonal thing, but I being part of all these groups, I just know there's, there's just such a big community out there for the, for the women's soccer. And I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the, all those communities out there, but that, you know, in that lane, uh, for myself, it was just great. The people I met, uh, that were doing this, that are doing this and, and, and almost weekly, I'm, I'm finding new people. Uh, people are messaging me. I'm putting up on Instagram. I'm putting these cards up that these great cards that I'm acquiring and I'm putting them up and then just meeting new people in, in, in that lane. So I'm excited about that, you know, in pop culture, right? So I've been talking about this pop culture, you know, that lane is pretty good all year long, right? It, it's, it's not like a seasonal thing. I think the pop culture stuff is all year long. Uh, and I'm really beginning to understand what sells. You know, I, I had a ton of stuff and the stuff that I really thought that, wow, this stuff was really going to sell. I kind of sat on for a long time and the stuff I was like, oh, I'm going to take a chance on this stuff. And I graded this and I graded that. This is stuff that people loved and they came up and had these great conversations. And even if they didn't buy the card, they saw it and they would share a story or just a conversation about. And it was just such a great atmosphere you know at, at shows talking about these things so I, I love that lane for me in the hobby definitely going to keep doing that uh and keep plugging away at just you know it's a little bit harder to find you know to find the product at the right price and in the best shape so it can be graded and you know so so there's a little bit more work involved in the pop culture lane believe it or not uh, than other lanes uh, to, to, to find what sells and, and, you know, whether you're buying it graded or having it graded. Uh, it's a little bit more work there, but I kind of enjoy that. I, en I enjoyed that part of it, and I'm happy to keep going with the pop culture stuff. You know, so after coming home, you know, Monday, recording three podcasts in three days, uh, I took four days off. Uh, I went to the beach. I have friends that have a house on the beach, went to the beach, relaxed, just started putting this new plan together. I kind of stepped back from the hobby for a few days. I stayed, I stayed off of, I was, I'm always on Instagram, but you know, I stayed off of eBay, uh, all the, uh, you know, the uh, PWCC, all these places. I 
just kind of stayed off them. You know, I said, let me just take a break, relax, and just start putting a new plan together. And a funny story, and you've, you've probably noticed by now, the, you know, thinking that I'm not saying a particular word. But on the way to the beach, I, you know, I drive and I turn to my wife and I say, you ever been to Cleveland? And she looked at me with that look and said, are you already thinking about next year? And uh, I laughed and, and, she, and I know, I know she was tired of hearing the name of that show that will be in Cleveland next year. Uh, so I, I said, look, I'm going to try to promise not to say it again until January. I'm not going to say it around the house. I'm not going to say it on the podcast, uh, because I, uh, you know, probably right. That, that show name has been used, you know, thousands of times and everybody I'm sure is tired of hearing of it, hearing it. So, uh, I may refer to it. In this episode, as Chicago, uh, but that's all you're going to get. No reason to to go back on that. Right, that that is done. That is over with. We're looking forward, moving forward. Uh, lots of lessons to be learned. Uh, so now I'm refreshed. The hangover is gone. I'm back to hobbying, working on the new plan, and getting ready for the East Coast National. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.